Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Glory Podcast on this amazing day. Listen, everybody, 2021 has come in with such a bang, just literally rolling right on in. And I am super excited to be able to have some amazing visionaries that I've had a chance to interview and talk to. And we just had a great start of the year with our first few interviews. Hope that you get a chance to check those out if you have not already. But listen, we are moving into our second segment of interviews. And I am so, so grateful to be able to have another amazing set of visionaries, leaders, authors, entrepreneurs, business owners, and those doing ministry to be able to come and share their story with us, to share some of their challenges and their journey with us. And today I am super excited to have one of my sister queens who is doing big things in the kingdom, who is literally changing lives every day with us. But before we get started, I wanna make sure that she's on and then I wanna also have her to introduce herself to the audience and tell us a little bit about herself. And so sis, are you on with us on today? Yes, ma'am. I sure am. Awesome. Thank you for being here for the Glory Podcast and for sharing your story with us. We want to just start by asking you if you could tell us who you are, because I'm sure the listeners are trying to figure out who is this lady she's talking about and a little bit about yourself as we get started in our interview. Yes, ma'am. Well, first of all, thank you so, so much for this opportunity and your platform and allowing me to be able to even share with your listeners. So uh, briefly about me, I am a giver. I'm an encourager and a teacher at heart. Uh, I am currently, uh, I guess what most people would call a parallelpreneur. I do have a full-time job, but outside of that, I am an author, I am a writing coach, an editor, and a self-publishing assistant. And all of that is under Be Accelerated Into Practice LLC, where basically I have other individuals to write their book. And on the other side of that, I have just started a new ministry that I'm super excited about. Uh, it's still in the infant stages, but it is a teaching and coaching ministry to uplift, empower, and encourage men. So that is something that I'm super excited about. It's an assignment that has definitely um, taken some time to get used to as far as acceptance. So, uh, and in addition to that, I have um, an author, as I said, of six books and have a new book that just came out part of three uh, three anthologies. And I have a new book that will be coming out. My first book actually for men that will be coming out next month. Okay, yes. congratulations to you. Thank you. <laughs> we got a little bit of feedback, but congratulations. And you forgot a very important thing. Can you share with our audience your first and last name? <laughs> I am so sorry. Yes, Kokisha Lashawn. I am Kokisha Lashawn. <laughs> awesome, Kokisha. I was like, she forgot her name, <laughs> but it is all good. Congratulations on being a six time author. Listen, as a Black woman writing in this you know pandemic and all of that i just just want to let you know how proud i am of you amen to be able to press through because i know there is a story behind the glory <laughs> pressing through to have anthologies and bringing people together as well as being an author yourself and so how can people find your books um and learn more about the whole process of being connected to what you're doing as an author and one who coaches authors 
So for more information as far, as far as my services and my books, they can actually go to KokeishaLashawn.com and that is K-O-C-Y-S-H-A-L-A-S-H-A-U-N.com, KokeishaLashawn.com. Okay, awesome. So listen, y'all, we want you to go and check out KokeishaLashawn.com so that you can find out about these great books I am a big reader, so I will be checking out the site so that I can order some things so that I can be able to have something to do during the pandemic, especially like a day like today. Great day to be reading and just kick back, (laughs) you know, and just enjoying this time. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I would like to kind of dig a little bit deeper to ask you some questions because we're going through a pandemic. And so going through this pandemic, everybody has been impacted a little bit differently in their personal life, their business, their ministry, and what they're doing. How has the pandemic affected your life? How how have you been holding up during this time? So it actually, uh, for me personally, and like you said, it's affected everybody differently. So, you know, just kind of keeping that in mind. But for me, it's actually been a blessing. It has been good. It, um, Like I said, I do have a full-time job. Uh, we have been actually since March of last year uh, working from home. So we've not yet been able to go back to the office. So that has actually afforded me some time to do a little bit, to do more at home than I would have because I actually commute to work. So that was an hour commute. So, but have, being able to work from home has been awesome. I mean, I'm an introvert anyway, so it has not uh, interfered with any type of social life or anything, but it has been a blessing because again, it has afforded me to do so many different things. I was able to complete some um, additional coaching certifications, uh, written one anthology, working on another one, uh, signing up for different classes to actually help me. Like I said, uh, shared earlier, the name of my business is Be Accelerated Into Purpose. Well, it's not something that I just help other people do. I have to do it myself. So, you know, I've been accelerating. You know, I have to accelerate myself into my purpose. So I've had the chance to connect with some awesome people in memberships and different things and just expand my role uh, as a coach and as a teacher. That's so awesome. And I can relate to that as well. You know, the pandemic has been a great time of reflection, but also a great time of productivity to be to be able to work on some of those goals that you may have not been able to accomplish because you're multitasking and doing all this stuff with work. And I love how you use the term we were talking earlier, being a parallel entrepreneur where you're working full time and then also running a business. Literally, it feels like full time because you have these balls in the air and if once you are dealing with clients and you know those who you're supporting and things of that nature it becomes an extended process and period of time that you have to use yourself then also making time for your own you know businesses and the things that you have that you want to accomplish for your goals it's a lot so this question is not on our original list but what do you do for self-care as you are managing all of these responsibilities and being an introvert and you got all these different folks that you got to help and support and coach and email and text and all of that. How do you manage your self-care during this time? Oh, a great question. Cause yeah, <laughs> there have definitely been some frustrating moments and it was like, okay, Lord, I feel 
uh, I feel some anger coming up that I haven't dealt, felt in a long time. I'm like, okay, Lord, we're going to need an outlet for this or something. So actually, uh, out most of the time, well, you know, what I usually go to is my praise and worship music. I'm a big praise and worship music uh, lover. And that actually started from just listening to K-Love Radio. And it's kind of expanded from that. I love my... Um, Hill song. I love tribal listening to uh, what's the group uh, Chandler Moore and Maverick City and all of them. So definitely my praise and worship music. I do also read. But one thing that I've picked up over the last few months with a because of a coaching group that I'm connected with is actually painting. And so when I felt some anger issues and frustrations, I actually started painting. So that has been helpful. Uh, in that area as far as I'm, most people probably would not consider that self-care but that's definitely a stress reliever for me you know the whole painting and having my music playing and uh so that's what i that's what i do i tend to definitely go to my praise and worship music or paint now okay that's so awesome i think that it's important for us as leaders to have something that we do to pour back in to ourselves so that we can also pour out to others, especially, and I am one who is an introvert, you know, and so I understand 100%. And I was thinking about this yesterday, sis, I was driving and just thinking about when you're introverted, sometimes it is very important to set those boundaries because there's a place where you end and the next person begins. And so when you're multitasking during the pandemic, it is difficult to set those times intentionally aside. So I love how you have activities and things you're doing, praise and worship, being able to have a space where you can paint and just be at peace with yourself. And that's how you get poured back into so that you can continue to pour out into those individuals that you have. And the thought that came to my mind was that introverts tend to get their strength from being alone. Whereas mm-hmm. extroverts tend to get their strength for being with people, right? And so to the introverts and the extroverts that are listening to us, just know that it may look different during the pandemic as you're kind of navigating through your schedule. You know, any thoughts about that, sis, that you want to add on as it relates to just helping people to try to figure out where they fit within this space? Yes, and something did come to mind as I was listening to you, Justine. A lot of times uh, when I clock out, sometimes even during lunch and sometimes like when I clock out I will actually take a few minutes to just go kneel and pray and sometimes I don't even say anything it's just like oh I need to release you know get rid of that day you know usually where you coming from work then you maybe you have a drive where you can kind of wind down before you get to home and so but now it's just you know as soon as I get to work sometimes depending on what that day has been like I will just take a few minutes and just go kneel and like Oh, I need to just relax. Sometimes I'll just lay down and just listen to my music. So, but yes, as you said, you have to know where you fit in. What one person does may not be what works for you. And it's just knowing what's comfortable for you, what helps you find peace in that moment because uh, we can't control all the time what's going around us. So you have to know how to find your uh, your zone of peace, your zone of comfort, so to speak, in the midst of everything else. So, yeah, definitely find what works for you. So, yeah, introverts, 
like to be by themselves sometimes. And it's and it's important for other people to know that. It's important for extroverts to know this is how introverts deal with things. And it's important for introverts to know how extroverts. So, you know, there's no, um, so, uh, no misunderstanding, so to speak, like, why are you not wanting to deal with me? And it's not because of that. It's just like we all have different ways of dealing with our day, so to speak. Yes, absolutely. I agree 100%. That was well said. You know, everybody's dealing with it differently. I was um, sharing with a group the other night. I had an event called I Am Not My Pain Real Talk. And so there are several different pastors and leaders across the area, the state, and some that live in in the West Coast, West Coast in um, California. And we were talking about the different aspects of how they are, you know, just dealing with the pandemic, the things that they're seeing in the body of Christ and things of that nature. And I was thinking about how different we are. And during the pandemic, there are some people who are really having a tough time. The pandemic was not necessarily what they would consider to be a blessing. You know, it, it has been tough for a lot of people. And so some that are still trying to find their rhythm, some that have their rhythm and then they've had to adjust it and things of that nature. So what advice would you give someone who is having a tough time right now during the pandemic, trying to figure things out, navigate um, and things of that nature? I love what you just said. And I love that question because it actually brings back uh, something that happened with me. I am able to see the pandemic as a blessing only because of something that I actually went through some years ago. So whether it's a pandemic or a job loss or something, we're all having to uh, deal with this thing where something has shifted in our normal schedule, so to speak. So back in 2012, I actually lost my job as a teacher. It was, again, you know, I already shared teaching is what I love to do. So when I lost that job, I didn't have anything else uh, to fall back on. my degrees, I was actually working based on my master's degree, which was enough for that as a, in a community college, but it was not enough really to get into a university. So it's like, okay, look, what do I do? I thought that was where I was supposed to be. I had even started going to school for my doctor's degree. So it's like, that that's where, you know, I was excited and I was happy. And then I lost that job, didn't have anything else. And I ended up being unemployed for three years had never been unemployed. I think I had been unemployed once, like maybe a few days. So this was completely all new to me. It was a blow to my pride. It was a, uh, like, it was really, I, I went into a period of depression. And what I had to do was change my perspective. Uh, one of the things that I share with people that I had to learn to do was not to ask God, why is this happening to me? But what is it that you want me to get out of this? I was a 100% perfectionist. Like I was literally, as a teacher, I was working, I had a um, two-part job. I would work in the morning, be off in the afternoon and work again at night. But I wouldn't go to sleep until maybe three, four o'clock in the morning up studying and trying to make sure I wanted my te- uh, students to have the best. I wanted them to know I, I didn't want to want to be the teacher that didn't care, so to speak. But it was stressing me out. And it was I had prayed for relief, 
but it was I didn't pray to be out of a job. <laughs> so, um, but that's what happened. But I had to learn to ask not why, but what. So when I asked what, then that's when he started showing me some things like, and so it's all about perspective. So who those are, that are going through this pandemic, so again, it's okay for me now because I went through that three-year period of being unemployed. I went through that period of where I lost my, my car, got repossessed. I lo eventually lost my apartment. I lost some of my furniture. So I've gone through that. So that actually kind of prepared me for this uh, season where we're is unexpected going through this pandemic and everything has completely changed. So for those who may be going through this, for the, this is the first time for them, you know, uh, we know that nothing happens without reason. And again, it's all about perspective. Change, shift the way you're seeing the situation. What could you do? When I was unemployed and I was trying to figure out, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? Coaching came to mind. I wanted to coach, but what I actually ended up doing was I had my laptop and I had research skills and I started transcribing. I'm a self-taught transcriptionist. I taught myself how to transcribe and that's what I did for most of those three years that I was out of a job. So what is it that you have in front of you? What is it that you have been putting off, but it was always, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have work. Uh, or I have work and I can't do this. Or I have to go here and I have to go there with the kids. But now you actually have the time and it's like, okay, shift my perspective to see what's in front of me. What is it that I had been putting off that I can now give time to now? So it's really all about perspective. And again, I know that it is not easy, especially for extroverts who are now being stuck in the house and it's like, I don't know what to do. And introverts is like, good for them. But again, consider uh, what it is that God may be saying to you in this time. You know, a lot of us have been so, so like super busy. God need us. This is your time to sit down. And I've had to learn that even during this pandemic time, be still. And here's the thing that I will share too. It's okay to be still. It's okay to rest. It's okay to not do anything for a while. Don't get comfortable there, but it is okay. And I think a lot of times too, we are so busy that when we are forced to sit, we don't know how to because we feel like we're a failure or we feel defeated or we all these different emotions come up because we've been trained to go, go, go so much. And it's like, no, be still, listen. What is God speaking to you? What has God been wanting to say to you that you were not receiving because you were always on the go? So again, it just goes back to perspectives. You have ministered to me, convicted me and all of that and that whole breath because, and I'll transparently share this with the audience, when you are used to being everywhere and doing all of these different things, it has to be a reset. And I love how you use the word perspective, change your perspective. And so even for myself, I struggled at the beginning of the pandemic with trying to really figure out, well, what does life look like for me when I found my meaning and value and purpose and being available and accessible to so many people? And so I had to learn how to be still, 
not being pressed about how things look, not being pressed about trying to show up for everything virtually, but just being okay with taking those days like today where I'm just, I'm chilling, right? Like not leaving the house, peeked out the blinds a couple times, got me something to eat, but just relaxed until it was time to do this interview. And so just, you know, reiterating to people, it's okay to take that time to breathe. It's okay to take that time to, to rest and to reset. You know, and so as you were sharing, you just were reminding me of the importance of it was okay for you to do that today. <laughs> Even today we were off of work and there were a couple of things that needed to be done for work and I just didn't have it to give today. Like I really just did not, you know, and so I'm grateful that I took that time because I wanted to make sure that I showed up in the right spirit, you know, and so right. for the person who's out there that is having a rough time, like I love what you said, sis, that just blessed me. And I pray that everybody that heard that will take heed to that based on what works for them. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's so important. And so the next question I want to ask is what areas have you grown since the pandemic, it's been almost a year since we have been right. shut down, shut in, or whatever the case may be since March of last year. But what areas have you seen yourself grow since the pandemic started up to now? So definitely uh, professionally, I guess, you know, as an entrepreneur and personally, you know, sometimes we don't, uh, and it's kind of picky piggybacks off of what you actually just said too uh during this pandemic this is a time to reflect uh and a time to see ourselves outside of certain roles and outside of titles it's like okay i'm not a teacher or i'm not able to go in and be my the ceo or the supervisor so what's left so it's a good time to self to uh reflect but um and I'm sorry, I kind of went, I think I digressed a little bit. Repeat your question one more time for me. No problem at all. What areas have you grown since the pandemic started? So professionally, uh, with the different courses that I've taken uh, and being uh, actually taking time to invest, I was one of those people where I don't have the money for this or that's too much. And, you know, I've had to learn that, you know, you have to invest where you can. Now, with that being said, there are a lot of free resources out there available. So don't feel like you have to uh, have so much money and have to uh, spend this or that to move forward professionally. No, there are a lot of free resources out there as well. But I've definitely grown that way in that, you know, in connecting with different people. Um, Again, that was something that I had to kind of break free of being an introvert, you know, learning how to talk to people, learning how to not just wait for something to land in my lap, but learning how to reach out to people. And so uh, that in that area professionally, just, you know, getting more uh, certifications and building my business. And uh, from a personal standpoint, you know, it's one of those things where you think you're good in an area until something happens. So like I said, you know, dealing with these different projects that I've had going on, uh, going to school, taking classes and doing an anthology project and then having other clients. And it's like, you know, I saw my frustration levels increasing more than usual and then dealing with some, you know, changes that work as well. So I had to um, 
tap into that's when i tapped into painting like okay lord i recognized like okay we got some issues going on here that i hadn't dealt with dealt with in a while so it's like why are these coming back because you know the enemy will work his way in wherever he can and so where you may have grown in one area and then all of a sudden you start feeling these urges or these these anger issues or whatever coming back up that you haven't felt in a while then it's like okay let's nip it in the bud and i'm like okay lord we gotta do something about this i feel this coming up and it's like okay i know that's not good so from a personal level it's just um recognizing those trigger points so to speak and you know just being on top of it as far as okay lord this is what i'm feeling this is what's happening i need some type of outlet or something you know to do to uh, help me get through this and another thing um is just being more trusting in god with some situations you know uh, i know a lot of people including myself you know some people not working at all some of us on reduced hours so you know to still be able to purchase and you know get involved in these different memberships and groups on reduced hours is still you know that's a blessing within itself so um so in a way too you know just trusting god more and knowing what to connect myself with who to connect to that kind of thing so yeah absolutely i look so appreciate your transparency during that because i'm sure that there are several people that everything that you said or some components of what you said resonated with what they're going through you know life is still happening to you as a visionary as a leader you know but the growth piece is so important you know i i love how you shared about being able to take advantage of some of the opportunities you know that you might not have had an opportunity to take advantage of before you know i know even for myself i'm learning that there are people that would not be hosting certain classes if we were still up and at them because they would be out and about doing certain things they might have hosted it in their region you know or in their city their state whereas now because everybody's home for the most part people are able to host things online and virtually you know and take Mm -hmm. advantage of the networking opportunity to connect with people like for us connecting we're a part of you know the gleaming dreamers shout out to kiss kishma george but we're a part of that group and we're able to make a connection from that um and i think it's important also just for the the standpoint of building up the kingdom of god you know and we talk about the body of christ and so as we think about that with ministry it's important for us to be connected and now is a great time to be able to grow by connecting to your brothers and your sisters who need that support and so i want to put a pin right here for your coaching services because you've talked about that a few different times but for the person who needs some support who needs to be able to be coached through a specific space in their life can you share about what services you offer that can meet them right there where they are? So I released a book last year titled See Self as God Sees. It is a three uh, part miniseries and it basically talks about us living in our pits of darkness, struggling with different types of addictive behaviors and uh, different types of things that we deal with. But in that book, there are reflection questions So I have a 16-week coaching, signature coaching program that I take people through based on that book to actually help them see where, um, 
where they struggle, what areas of life they struggle in. And it's not really the areas of life. What I really focus on, because I'm a spiritual mindset coach outside of the writing coach. This is a you know different area of coaching. But as a spiritual mindset coach, what I do is help individuals uh, change their belief systems. I uh, did a 10-week class from a book on thinking differently. And the book actually talks a lot about... Uh, changing our thoughts but what i've learned through those coaching classes that i took last year is it's not just our thought it's our belief so my goal as a spiritual mindset coach would help them let's go back to why you feel the certain ways that you feel why certain things trigger certain emotions why uh certain uh things trigger certain reactions you know so we look at we go back to their belief system so we can change their thought process so then we can change what they speak and how they act that's so so awesome so so great um so listen y'all you need to check out her website so that you can be able to get connected to these supports and this 16-week coaching program is absolutely awesome it's a great idea i think that there are people that can benefit and so what we will do is when we release your recording i will put in the description section all of the information your bio as well as links so that people can connect with you and follow you on social media and things of that nature to get connected to the supports and services that you have and then get signed up for what you need wherever you are right it's not just about hosting but about really connecting with those individuals that need that support and so listen if you are listening to us right now we want you to share this information with someone who you know that could benefit or you yourself sign up so that you can be able to get connected. Even if you just go to the site so that you can be able to see what's available so that you can share on your social media platforms what our sister is doing, that would be absolutely great. We're so grateful for you and what you're doing in the kingdom as we are moving forward in this space. And so... Is there anything else that you want to share about your services um, that can kind of help the audience to move forward? Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Glory Podcast on this amazing day. Listen, everybody, 2021 has come in with such a bang, just literally rolling right on in. And I am super excited to be able to have some amazing visionaries that I've had a chance to interview and talk to. And we just had a great start of the year with our first few interviews. Hope that you get a chance to check those out if you have not already. But listen, we are moving into our second segment of interviews. And I am so, so grateful to be able to have another amazing set of visionaries, leaders, authors, entrepreneurs, business owners, and those doing ministry to be able to come and share their story with us, to share some of their challenges and their journey with us. And today I am super excited to have one of my sister queens who is doing big things in the kingdom, who is literally changing lives every day with us. But before we get started, I wanna make sure that she's on and then I wanna also have her to introduce herself to the audience and tell us a little bit about herself. And so sis, are you on with us on today? Yes, ma'am. I sure am. Awesome. Thank you for being here for the Glory Podcast and for sharing your story with us. We want to just start by asking you if you could tell us who you are, because I'm sure the listeners are trying to figure out who is this lady she's talking about and a little bit about yourself as we get started in our interview. 
Yes, ma'am. Well, first of all, thank you so, so much for this opportunity and your platform and allowing me to be able to even share with your listeners. So uh, briefly about me, I am a giver. I'm an encourager and a teacher at heart. Uh, I am currently, uh, I guess what most people would call a parallelpreneur. I do have a full-time job, but outside of that, I am an author, I am a writing coach, an editor, and a self-publishing assistant. And all of that is under Be Accelerated Into Practice LLC, where basically I have other individuals to write their book. And on the other side of that, I have just started a new ministry that I'm super excited about. Uh, it's still in the infant stages, but it is a teaching and coaching ministry to uplift, empower, and encourage men. So that is something that I'm super excited about. It's an assignment that has definitely um, taken some time to get used to as far as acceptance. So, uh, and in addition to that, I have um, an author, as I said, of six books and have a new book that just came out part of three uh, three anthologies. And I have a new book that will be coming out, my first book actually for men that will be coming out next month. Okay, congratulations to you. Thank you. <laughs> we got a little bit of feedback, but congratulations. And you forgot a very important thing. Can you share with our audience your first and last name? <laughs> I am so sorry. Yes, Kokisha Lashawn. I am Kokisha Lashawn. <laughs> awesome, Kokisha. I was like, she forgot her name, <laughs> but it is all good. Congratulations on being a six-time author. Listen, as a Black woman writing in this you know, pandemic and all of that. I just just want to let you know how proud I am of you, amen, to be able to press through because I know there is a story behind the glory, <laughs> pressing through to have anthologies and bringing people together as well as being an author yourself. And so how can people find your books um, and learn more about the whole process of being connected to what you're doing as an author and one who coaches authors? So for more information as far, as far as my services and my books, they can actually go to KokeshaLashawn.com and that is K-O-C-Y-S-H-A-L-A-S-H-A-U-N.com, KokeshaLashawn.com. Okay, awesome. So listen, y'all, we want you to go and check out KokeshaLashawn.com so that you can find out about these great books I am a big reader, so I will be checking out the site so that I can order some things so that I can be able to have something to do during the pandemic, especially like a day like today. Great day to be reading and just right. kick back, <laughs> you know, and just enjoying this time. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I would like to kind of dig a little bit deeper to ask you some questions because we're going through a pandemic. And so going through this pandemic, everybody has been impacted a little bit differently in their personal life, their business, their ministry, and what they're doing. How has the pandemic affected your life? How how have you been holding up during this time? So it actually, uh, for me personally, and like you said, it's affected everybody differently. So, you know, just kind of keeping that in mind. But for me, it's actually been a blessing. It has been good. It, um, Like I said, I do have a full-time job. Uh, we have been actually since March of last year uh, working from home. 
So we've not yet been able to go back to the office. So that has actually afforded me some time to do a little bit, to do more at home than I would have because I actually commute to work. So that was an hour commute. So, but have, being able to work from home has been awesome. I mean, I'm an introvert anyway, so it has not uh, interfered with any type of social life or anything, but it has been a blessing because again, it has afforded me to do so many different things. I was able to complete some um, additional coaching certifications, uh, written one anthology, working on another one, uh, signing up for different classes to actually help me. Like I said, uh, shared earlier, the name of my business is Be Accelerated Into Purpose. Well, it's not something that I just help other people do. I have to do it myself. So, you know, I've been accelerating, you know, I have to accelerate myself into my purpose. So I've had the chance to connect with some awesome people in memberships and different things and just expand my role uh, as a coach and as a teacher. That's so awesome. And I can relate to that as well. You know, the pandemic has been a great time of reflection, but also a great time of productivity to be to be able to work on some of those goals that you may have not been able to accomplish because you're multitasking and doing all this stuff with work. And I love how you use the term we were talking earlier, being a parallel entrepreneur where you're working full time and then also running a business. Literally, it feels like full time because you have these balls in the air and if once you are dealing with clients and you know those who you're supporting and things of that nature it becomes an extended process and period of time that you have to use yourself then also making time for your own you know businesses and the things that you have that you want to accomplish for your goals it's a lot so this question is not on our original list but what do you do for self-care as you are managing all of these responsibilities and being an introvert and you got all these different folks that you got to help and support and coach and email and text and all of that. How do you manage your self-care during this time? Oh, a great question. Cause <laughs> yes, there have definitely been some frustrating moments and it was like, okay, Lord, I feel, uh, I feel some anger coming up that I haven't dealt felt in a long time. I'm like, okay, Lord, we're going to need an outlet for this or something. So actually, uh, out most of the time, well, you know, what I usually go to is my praise and worship music. I'm a big praise and worship music uh, lover. And that actually started from just listening to K-Love Radio. And it's kind of expanded from that. I love my um, Hill song. I love Tribal, listening to, uh, what's the group? Uh, Chandler Moore and Maverick City and all of them. So definitely my praise and worship music. I do also read. But one thing that I've picked up over the last few months with a because of a coaching group that I'm connected with is actually painting. And so when I felt some anger issues and frustrations, I actually started painting. So that has been helpful uh, in that area as far as I, most people probably would not consider that self-care, but that's definitely a stress reliever for me, you know, the whole painting and having my music playing and uh, so that's what I that's what I do. I tend to definitely go to my praise and worship music or paint now. Okay, that's so awesome. I think that it's important for us as leaders to have something that we do to pour back in to ourselves so that we can also right. pour out to others. Especially, and I am one who is an introvert, you know, and so I understand 100% 
And I was thinking about this yesterday, sis. I was driving and just thinking about when you're introverted, sometimes it is very important to set those boundaries because there's a place where you end and the next person begins. And so when you're multitasking during the pandemic, it is difficult to set those times intentionally aside. So I love how you have activities and things you're doing, praise and worship, being able to have a space where you can paint and just be at peace with yourself. And that's how you get poured back into so that you can continue to pour out into those individuals that you have. And the thought that came to my mind was that introverts tend to get their strength from being alone. Whereas mm-hmm. extroverts tend to get their strength for being with people, right? And so to the introverts and the extroverts that are listening to us, just know that it may look different during the pandemic as you're kind of navigating through your schedule. You know, any thoughts about that, sis, that you want to add on as it relates to just helping people to try to figure out where they fit within this space? Yes, and something did come to mind as I was listening to you, Justine. A lot of times uh, when I clock out, sometimes even doing lunch and sometimes like when I clock out, I will actually take a few minutes to just go kneel and pray. And sometimes I don't even say anything. It's just like, Ooh, I need to release, you know, get rid of that day. You know, usually where you coming from work, then you maybe have a drive where you can kind of wind down before you get to the home. And so, but now it's just, you know, as soon as I get to work, sometimes depending on what that day has been like, I will just take a few minutes and just go kneel and like, Oh, I need to just relax. Sometimes I'll just lay down and just listen to my music. So, but yes, as you said, you have to know where you fit in. What one person does may not be what works for you. And it's just knowing what's comfortable for you, what helps you find peace in that moment because uh, we can't control all the time what's going around us. So you have to know how to find your uh your zone of peace your zone of comfort so to speak in the midst of everything else so yeah definitely find what works for you so yeah introverts like to be by themselves sometimes and it's and it's important for other people to know that it's important for extroverts to know this is how introverts deal with things and it's important for introverts to know how extroverts so you know there's no um so uh, no misunderstanding, so to speak, like why are you not wanting to deal with me? And it's not because of that, it's just like, we all have different ways of dealing with our day, so to speak. Yes, absolutely. I agree 100% and that was well said. You know, everybody's dealing with it differently. I was um, sharing with a group the other night, I had an event called, I Am Not My Pain, Real Talk. And so, there are several different pastors and leaders across the area, the state, and some that live in the, in the you know, West Coast, West Coast in um, California. And we were talking about the different aspects of how they are, you know, just dealing with the pandemic, the things that they're seeing in the body of Christ and things of that nature. And I was thinking about how different we are. And during the pandemic, there are some people who are really having a tough time. The pandemic was not necessarily what they would consider to be a blessing. You know, it, it has been tough for a lot of people. And so some that are still trying to find their rhythm, some that have their rhythm and then they've had to adjust it and things of that nature. So what advice would you give someone who is having a tough time right now during the pandemic, trying to figure things out, navigate um, and things of that nature? I love what you just said and I love that question because it actually brings back uh, something that happened with me. 
I am able to see the pandemic as a blessing only because of something that I actually went through some years ago. So whether it's a pandemic or a job loss or something, we're all having to uh, deal with this thing where something has shifted in our normal schedule, so to speak. So back in 2012, I actually lost my job as a teacher. It was, again, you know, I already shared teaching is what I love to do. So when I lost that job, I didn't have anything else uh, to fall back on. my degrees, I was actually working based on my master's degree, which was enough for that as a, in a community college, but it was not enough really to get into a university. So it's like, okay, look, what do I do? I thought that was where I was supposed to be. I had even started going to school for my doctor's degree. So it's like, that that's where, you know, I was excited and I was happy. And then I lost that job, didn't have anything else. And I ended up being unemployed for three years had never been unemployed. I think I had been unemployed once, like maybe a few days. So this was completely all new to me. It was a blow to my pride. It was a, uh, like, it was really, I, I went into a period of depression. And what I had to do was change my perspective. Uh, one of the things that I share with people that I had to learn to do was not to ask God, why is this happening to me? But what is it that you want me to get out of this? I was a 100% perfectionist. Like I was literally, as a teacher, I was working, I had a um, two-part job. I would work in the morning, be off in the afternoon and work again at night. But I wouldn't go to sleep until maybe three, four o'clock in the morning up studying and trying to make sure I wanted my t- uh, students to have the best. I wanted them to know. I, I didn't want to want to be the teacher that didn't care, so to speak. But it was stressing me out. And it was, I had prayed for relief, but it was, I didn't pray to be out of a job. <laughs> so, um, but that's what happened. But I had to learn to ask, not why, but what. So when I asked what, then that's when he started showing me some things like, and so it's all about perspective. So who, those that are going through this pandemic, so again, it's okay for me now because I went through that three-year period of being unemployed. I went through that period of where I lost my, my car, got repossessed. I eventually lost my apartment. I lost some of my furniture. So I've gone through that. So that actually kind of prepared me for this uh, season where we're, it's unexpected going through this pandemic and everything has completely changed. So for those who may be going through this, for the, this is the first time for them, you know, uh, we know that nothing happens without reason. And again, it's all about perspective. Change, shift the way you're seeing the situation. What could you do? When I was unemployed and I was trying to figure out, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? Coaching came to mind. I wanted to coach, but what I actually ended up doing was I had my laptop and I had research skills. And I started transcribing. I'm a self-taught transcriptionist. I taught myself how to transcribe. And that's what I did for most of those three years that I was out of a job. So what is it that you have in front of you? What is it that you have been putting off, but it was always, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have work. Uh, or I have work and I can't do this. Or I have to go here and I have to go there with the kids. But now you actually have the time and it's like, okay, 
shift my perspective to see what's in front of me. What is it that I had been putting off that I can now give time to now? So it's really all about perspective. And again, I know that it is not easy, especially for extroverts who are now being stuck in the house and it's like, I don't know what to do. And introverts is like, good for them. But again, consider uh, what it is that God may be saying to you in this time. You know, a lot of us have been so, so like super busy. God need us. This is your time to sit down. And I've had to learn that even during this pandemic time, be still. And here's the thing that I will share too. It's okay to be still. It's okay to rest. It's okay to not do anything for a while. Don't get comfortable there, but it is okay. And I think a lot of times too, we are so busy that when we are forced to sit, we don't know how to because we feel like we're a failure or we feel defeated or we all these different emotions come up because we've been trained to go 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 so much and it's like no be still listen what is god speaking to you what has god been wanting to say to you that you were not receiving because you were always on the go so again it just goes back to perspectives you have ministered to me, convicted me and all of that and that whole breath because, and I'll transparently share this with the audience, when you are used to being everywhere and doing all of these different things, it has to be a reset. And I love how you use the word perspective, change your perspective. And so even for myself, I struggled at the beginning of the pandemic we're trying to really figure out, well, what does life look like for me when I found my meaning and value and purpose and being available and accessible to so many people. And so I had to learn how to be still, not being pressed about how things look, not being pressed about trying to show up for everything virtually, but just being okay with taking those days like today where I'm just I'm chilling, right? Like not leaving the house, peeked out the blinds a couple of times, got me something to eat, but just relaxed until it was time to do this interview. And so just, you know, reiterating to people, it's okay to take that time to breathe. It's okay to take that time to, to rest and to reset, you know? And so as you were sharing, you just were reminding me of the importance of, it was okay for you to do that today. <laughs> Even today we were off of work and there were a couple of things that needed to be done for work and I just didn't have it to give today. Like I really just did not, you know? And so I'm grateful that I took that time because I wanted to make sure that I showed up in the right spirit, you know? And so right. for the person who's out there that is having a rough time, like I love what you said, sis, that just blessed me. And I pray that everybody that heard that will take heed to that based on what works for them. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's so important. And so the next question I want to ask is, what areas have you grown since the pandemic? It's been almost a year since we have been right. shut down, shut in, or whatever the case may be since March of last year. But what areas have you seen yourself grow since the pandemic started up to now? So definitely uh, professionally, I guess, you know, as an entrepreneur and personally, you know, sometimes we don't, uh, and it's kind of picky, piggybacks off of what you actually just said too, uh, during this pandemic, this is a time to reflect uh, and a time to 
see ourselves outside of certain roles and outside of titles. It's like, okay, I'm not a teacher or I'm not able to go in and be my the CEO or the supervisor. So what's left? So it's a good time to self to uh, reflect. But um, and I'm sorry, I kind of went. I think I digressed a little bit. Repeat your question one more time for me. No problem at all. What areas have you grown since the pandemic started? So professionally, uh, with the different courses that I've taken uh, and being uh, actually taking time to invest, I was one of those people where I don't have the money for this or that's too much. And, you know, I've had to learn that, you know, you have to invest where you can. Now, with that being said, there are a lot of free resources out there available. So don't feel like you have to uh, have so much money and have to uh, spend this or that to move forward professionally. No, there are a lot of free resources out there as well. But I've definitely grown that way in that, you know, in connecting with different people. Um, again, that was something that I had to kind of break free of being an introvert, you know, learning how to talk to people, learning how to not just wait for something to land in my lap, but learning how to reach out to people. And so uh, that in that area professionally, just, you know, getting more uh, certifications and building my business. And uh, from a personal standpoint, you know, it's one of those things where you think you're good in an area until something happens. So like I said, you know, dealing with these different projects that I've had going on, uh, going to school, taking classes and doing an anthology project and then having other clients. And it's like, you know, I saw my frustration levels increasing more than usual and then dealing with some you know changes that work as well so i had to um tap into that's when i tapped into painting like okay lord i recognized like okay we got some issues going on here that i hadn't dealt with dealt with in a while so it's like why are these coming back because you know the enemy will work his way in wherever he can and so where you may have grown in one area and then all of a sudden you start feeling these urges or these these anger issues or whatever coming back up that you haven't felt in a while, then it's like, okay, let's nip it in the bud. And I'm like, okay, Lord, we got to do something about this. I feel this coming up and it's like, okay, I know that's not good. So from a personal level, it's just um, recognizing those trigger points, so to speak, and, you know, just being on top of this far as okay lord this is what i'm feeling this is what's happening i need some type of outlet or something you know to do to uh, help me get through this and another thing um is just being more trusting in god with some situations you know uh, i know a lot of people including myself you know some people not working at all some of us on reduced hours so you know to still be able to purchase and you know get involved in these different memberships and groups on reduced hours is still you know that's a blessing within itself so um so in that way too you know just trusting god more and knowing what to connect myself with who to connect to that kind of thing so yeah absolutely i look so appreciate your transparency during that because I'm sure that there are several people that everything that you said or some components of what you said resonated with what they're going through. You know, life is still happening to you right. as a visionary, as a leader. 
you know, but the growth piece is so important. You know, I, I love how you shared about being able to take advantage of some of the opportunities, you know, that you might not have had an opportunity to take advantage of before. You know, I know even for myself, I'm learning that there are people that would not be hosting certain classes if we were still up and at them because they would be out and about doing certain things. They might have hosted it in their right. region, you know, or in their city, their state. Whereas now, because everybody's home, for the most part, people are able to host things online and virtually, you know, and take mm -hmm. advantage of the networking opportunity to connect with people like for us connecting. We're a part of, you know, the Gleaming Dreamers. Shout out to Kiss. Kiss Kishma George, but we're a part of that group and we're able to make a connection from that. Um, and I think it's important also just for the, the standpoint of building up the kingdom of God, you know, and we talk about the body of Christ. And so as we think about that with ministry, it's important for us to be connected. And now is a great time to be able to grow by connecting to your brothers and your sisters who need that support. And so I want to put a pin right here for your coaching services, because you've talked about that a few different times. But for the person who needs some support, who needs to be able to be coached through a specific space in their life, can you share about what services you offer that can meet them right there where they are? So I released a book last year titled See Self as God Sees. It is a three-part uh, miniseries, and it basically talks about us living in our pits of darkness, struggling with different types of addictive behaviors and uh, different types of things that we deal with. But in that book, there are reflection questions. So I have a 16-week coaching, signature coaching program that I take people through based on that book to actually help them see where um, where they struggle, what areas of life they struggle in. And it's not really the areas of life. What I really focus on, because I'm a spiritual mindset coach outside of the writing coach, this is a you know, different area of coaching. But as a spiritual mindset coach, what I do is help individuals uh, change their belief systems. I uh, did a 10-week class from a book on thinking differently, and the book actually talks a lot about uh, changing our thoughts. But what I've learned through those coaching classes that I took last year is it's not just our thought, it's our belief. So my goal as a spiritual mindset coach would help them. Let's go back to why you feel the certain ways that you feel, why certain things trigger certain emotions, why uh, certain uh, things trigger certain reactions, you know. So we look at, we go back to their belief system so we can change their thought process. So then we can change what they speak and how they act. That's so, so awesome. So, so great. Um, so listen, y'all, you need to check out her website so that you can be able to get connected to these supports. And this 16-week coaching program is absolutely awesome. It's a great idea. I think that there are people that can benefit. And so what we will do is when we release your recording, I will put in the description section all of the information, your bio, as well as links so that people can connect with you and follow you on social media and things of that nature to get connected to the supports and services that you have and then get signed up for what you need wherever you are, right? right? It's not just about hosting but about really connecting with those individuals that need that support. And so listen, if you are listening to us right now, we want you to share this information with someone who you know that could benefit. 
or you yourself sign up so that you can be able to get connected even if you just go to the site so that you can be able to see what's available so that you can share on your social media platforms what our sister is doing that would be absolutely great we're so grateful for you and what you're doing in the kingdom as we are moving forward in this space and so is there anything else that you want to share about your services um that can kind of help the audience to move forward <laughs> 